Hello and welcome back to the Skull Football Talk Show. We're your hosts, Luke and Tristan. Today we're going to be going over the Minnesota Vikings 2023 NFL schedule and giving you our record predictions. So to start it off, Tristan, do you want to... So week one, we play the Buccaneers. If you want to go over that and tell us what you think about that game and if we're going to win or lose it. So week one, my personal thoughts are it's going to be a win because the Buccaneers, last season they had Tom Brady, arguably the greatest quarterback to ever play the game, and they kind of sucked. So without Tom Brady, they're still going to suck. My basic opinions. Luke, what are your thoughts? Okay, so pretty much what's going through my head when I think of the Buccaneers right about now is – I don't know if you guys have seen the the videos of Kyle Trask and Baker Mayfield like just trying to complete basic passes. Like I'm pretty sure everyone else in the entire world could make those passes. So I'm I'm really not liking the Buccaneers odds of like getting anything out of the in this game. So I I do think this is going to pretty be a pretty easy W. I mean, week 1 there's always energy inside of US Bank Stadium. Like last year when we played the Packers and they had a, I mean, they had a quarterback. We beat them 24 to seven. So, I mean, this one should be a gimme game, but like, you know, the Vikings, they're going to, they might, they might drop down 33 to zero and then come back and win it. But let's hope that doesn't happen because that's scary. (laughs) So to wrap this up, should be a pretty easy W. The I mean the Buccaneers defense is really good. They got a lot of stars, got a lot of Pro Bowl, All Pro talent on there. But again, you need to have a quarterback to run your team. So looking ahead to Week Two against the Eagles, this one, this one could be very interesting. Uh, I I do think the Eagles are going to take this. In my personal opinion, just Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, and then that just absolutely star-studded defense with Darius Slay, who is one of Justin Jefferson's fathers, unfortunately. So yeah, Tristan, what do you think about this one? Yeah, um, we've already lost to the Eagles a couple times in our history. So I, I just think the streak is going to continue. I think week two, we're not going to be like the week 10 Vikings we saw last year. We're not going to be super put together because at the beginning of the season you don't just roll into the season looking 100 percent professional we're gonna have rookies who haven't played before jordan addison's gonna still be getting used to the high-end coverage because there's a big difference from college to nfl players try harder because in college you don't necessarily make money besides brand yeah besides yeah exactly Besides brand deals, you can't really make money in college. So once you get to the NFL, it's like, oh, I can finally make money, which instantly makes players try harder. And then again, on that note, like all of the players are some of the best players from their college the year that they got drafted. So, I mean, it's always there's always a big learning curve. Sometimes it just works out in the receivers like in the way that they want it to. But. I can see that there's a pretty big learning curve right there. And so just with all that, I don't think we're going to beat the Eagles. I think it could be close because 
our team isn't going to be horrible this year. I just think they're going to be some of those games that don't go our way. So moving to week three, we are going to be at the Chargers and not at the Chargers. Yep. The Chargers are going to be at home. Yes. So week three, I have this one as an easy W. I mean, Justin Herbert, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but let's be honest. He doesn't really have a team around him. He, the, the Chargers haven't built a team around him to succeed. The wide receivers that he can throw to are okay, but it's not like uh, it's not like Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison. Like, there's just not much on that team that I see beating us. So, Luke, what do you think? Okay, so this Chargers one, it could honestly go either way. I mean, Kirk Cousins and Justin Herbert are relatively similar in their talent. I do think our wide receiver core is a whole lot better. Just like you have two of the oldest receivers who are way past their prime. And, I mean, you got Quentin Johnston in there, but, like, he only goes so far. He's probably going to have a massive learning curve because he'll be on, like, Byron Murphy Jr. Or just, like, or really, like, who knows how – talented it'll be because he wasn't the number one he he was not the number one ranked he was like number four behind like zay flowers jsn jordan addison and quentin johnson so um i do think this could go either way obviously the chargers have a lot of like good players on their defense like they got derwin james jr but like that was our first episode we ever made was one about derwin james jr oh yeah yeah, we need yeah. Hmm. So, um I yeah, but I, I think this will be a dub. It's actually at noon at home, so that's like just a great recipe for a win. But I mean, for this one, let us know what you think about this game because obviously these games could go either way. It's pretty much gonna be on who has the momentum and who can who can make the more like who can make more big plays on it. So Tristan, moving on to the Panthers-Vikings game. We are away. This is going to be Adam Thielen's quote-unquote revenge game, even though it will not be a revenge game. It will probably be pretty emotional for him to play against his former team. I probably will be cheering him for that game, even though I like – well, I I think that we'll take the dub, but what do you think? Yeah, I think we're going to win because looking at the Panthers – Essentially, what happened last season is they had potential to go into the season and be a okay team, but then they trade away Christian McCaffrey, and their potential kind of just went from 90% to about 30%. Christian McCaffrey was the only good player on that team besides DJ Moore. And if I'm being biased, Matt Corral is good too. They just haven't given him a chance but we can debate that a different day. Um, and they did just draft Bryce Young, but he's not, he hasn't been able to prove himself yet. It will be week five, so we'll see how he's been doing, but it'll definitely be interesting to see how this one goes. And then moving into week five, this one, this one's hard. It's Chiefs and Vikings. Luke, what do you think about Chiefs and Vikings? We're going to take a massive L on this. I wouldn't be surprised if we get blown out by 30 points. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't even know. Like, just 
Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, most dominant duo ever. They they can move the ball so well and in so many ways. I do think they have one of the most dynamic receiving cores just because like they don't really have the speed factor anymore, but they still have Jarek McKinnon who's still playing probably his best football. You got Isaiah Pacheco who's extremely good and he's pretty fast too. And then you have people like Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore, MVS that are that are like kind of on the edge of being good and being great. And Patrick Mahomes has done a very good job of making all of them look really, really good. So I mean, I might just be hoping for a like a good showing of some good football. I'm not going to care too much if we win or lose this because, like, I mean, if we win it like we did against the Bills and it's, like, in miracle fashion where every play that goes our way is an absolute miracle, then I will be like, okay, this game's going to be remembered probably forever, just like the Bills game will be. But, I mean, I wouldn't be too mad if we just take an L on this. So, moving on, Bears versus Vikings. October 15th, what week is that? That is the week six. Week six. So, uh, I really think we're going to take a pretty easy dub on this. It it shouldn't even be that much of a question. Justin Fields is still not that good of a passer. Yeah, he can run, but a lot of, ple- a lot of people can run. I mean, yeah, they got DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney. Darnell Mooney is a star, by the way. He will be a star this year. DJ Moore will be an even better star this year now that he has a the first time in his career he has a quarterback that'll that can throw to him. That's not all that bad. So Tristan, pretty easy Bears game. I don't think there's too much conversation. Let's just move right into this Niners game. This is a big conversation because there's so many aspects to this. I mean, this Niners this Niners team, probably one of the best teams we've seen in the last couple of years. I mean, to have, to really have anybody at quarterback besides like their fourth string in the NFC Championship game. I mean, Kyle Shanahan being the absolute offensive genius he is. Brock Purdy might be backed by them. He is, he's just an all around great football player. And then Trey Lance, who's also, who's been like completely revamped. Patrick Mahomes pretty much saving his career which looks like he will get the start. Trey Lance will get the start. And, I mean, looking at this team, they got Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, and Christian McCaffrey. Those are their main four guys. They also got Trent Williams in a really probably the best offensive line or, like, second best to, like, the Cowboys or Eagles. So if we're looking at this, and that's not even to mention anybody on the defense. This is just the offense. So. I mean, looking at just this offense, I feel like unless we can do what the Chiefs did against them about halfway through the season, which will not happen, I mean, we're going to have to shut down Christian McCaffrey passing and running and receiving game. We're going to pretty much have to be on our A game at all times for all the other great receivers they have, like mainly George Kittle. And then... I mean, we could we could make something happen 
we are at home, which could get, which will give us a big advantage. That's probably our only advantage over them. So Tristan, I want you to discuss their defense a little bit. Talk us, talk the audience through that. And I mean, just like give your opinion on this game. So the 49ers are a very interesting team because of their two quarterback situation right now. I will get to the defense in a little bit. Um, Brock Purdy showed us last year he could win. And Trey Lance hasn't really been able to play ever. So it's going to be really a question of which quarterback they pick and will this split the team? Because if a lot of the team likes Brock Purdy and they pick Trey Lance to start, a lot of the team isn't going to like the coaches as much anymore. It's just like, it's almost like team politics. Like, which quarterback do you want to start? So I think that's going to be an interesting factor heading into the season. But on the defensive side, obviously our defense is far worse than the 49ers. But the 49ers have been able to shut down some good teams, which... When I saw this on the schedule, it this match scared me. I think this is going to be a big L, and we're just going to get absolutely shut down. Moving on, though, um, we play the Packers October 28th, which, let's be honest, we are easily going to win this. Jordan, Jordan Love versus the Vikings. It's a massive shutdown. Luke, what else do you think? I mean, if you... Just the wide receiver core. They have a whole one player who was on the starting lineup for the entire year. Christian Watson, I mean, he's good, but he had Aaron Rodgers throwing to him and he couldn't even he couldn't even catch a touchdown for like eight weeks. So I mean this this wide receiver core for one is just like a burning like I don't know. I don't even know what to say in this for this, but it's it's just not it's just not good. I mean, and like it's not like Aaron Rodgers is there and they didn't even try to invest any capital into the main like thing they needed. They didn't even like they had players on the board. They could have very much taken Zay Flowers, but instead I don't even know who they took. It's just irrelevant. No, they took Musgrave, right? No, that was second round. Yeah, that was second round. So I mean, this is just not a not a good offense at all. Jordan Love, I don't really care about his his very minimal hype. I think it's just he's gonna have to prove a lot. Yeah. And if he doesn't have a tr- if he doesn't have a Geno Smith story. I can see them very quickly just tanking and going for Caleb Williams or like really any other quarterback in the draft. So I think just looking at the offense, this will be a pretty easy dub. But then again, there's defense in the mix too. And there are a couple, Justin Jefferson has a couple dads on that team, mainly Jair Alexander, who absolutely embarrassed the entire Vikings organization. Yeah, the Vikings absolutely got embarrassed by him. And, I mean, got got grittied on, which is, like, unnecessary. I mean, I think this one should be just – this one should just be an easy W. 
I mean, we are away, but it's not like it's in the middle of January where the Packers have, like, everything going for them and we have, like, nothing going for us. So, I mean, this this matchup looks a whole lot less um, intimidating now that Aaron Rodgers is gone. I'm I'm very, very happy that he is gone, but, like, it does as good as it is that a lot of the stress and pressure of this game is taken off, like just that he's not there. It is a little annoying that like, I mean, border battles, those border battle games, those will never be the same without Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre. I mean, they've had a, they've had a pro bowl, all pro, whatever you want to call it quarterback for the past 20, 30 years. So I mean, it'll be, It'll be interesting as much as I want this to be a very easy W like defense is half of the game. And if some of our teams injured, if we don't have like maybe Kirk cousins is going to decide to get Corona and then, (laughs) and then he's out like that would be unfortunate. But I mean, if we can bring our a game, we will win this hundred percent. So moving on, uh, Vikings Falcons week nine could be an interesting team, but also in the back of my mind, I know that the Falcons are going to try like absolutely zero percent. They got Desmond Ritter at quarterback. They got a couple receivers. They got Bijan Robinson. Who's going to be the best player on their team next year for 100% if it weren't for Drake London, but I still think he's the best. I still think Bijan Robinson is the best player on their team. Like, they do have a good defense now. They did trade for a whole lot of guys. They're kind of they kind of went in the into the no-no spot for cap, but like whatever. I mean, they got a team now. So it's it's always great to see when like even though you're competing against them, bad teams getting better like relatively quickly. So, I think this should be a pretty easy dub if we can like lock down just rookie receivers, rookie quarterbacks. This should be a pretty easy one. Tristan, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think the Falcons are a very promising young team. I think Desmond Ritter has a lot of potential. Luke's glaring at me because he doesn't think Desmond Ritter has any potential at all. But it'll be interesting to see. Um, Bijan Robinson, and yeah, he looks really good. He looks like a really good young stud. I think he'll do wonders for their team. Also, um, Kyle Pitts, I think, with Desmond Ritter on the field, will do so much better. And Drake London is just already a stud. So I think we'll win this, but I wouldn't count out the Falcons for too much longer. Moving on. This next game used to be a very fearful game for me. Week 10, the Saints. Like, when the Saints had Drew Brees and they were... When terrifying. when they when they were good, they were great. They were amazing, and it, it it used to be scary, scary, scary to play the Saints. But now the now Saints they got Derek Carr, and yep. we're good now. So it's basically it yeah, it's not a it's a easy game. I don't see any way we can lose this. So moving on, Vikings Broncos. Luke, what do you think? Well. Let's ride Russell Wilson should be expired by then. Um, I mean they do got a they do got a good coach in Sean Payton. It it they're gonna put up a fight, but like 
I mean, it's around that time of Christmas, and then they they also did lose 51-14 on Christmas against the Rams of all people with Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Baker Mayfield. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, the Broncos are going to put up a fight. It is on Thursday night football, which should be all right. And, I mean, we are away, so that might add something to it on the Broncos' favor. But, I mean, they don't have much of a team. They got Russell Wilson. They got Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. Not not much there. Their starting running back was the Bengals' backup last year. They got They got a good defense. They got um, a whole one cornerback on their entire roster that can make interceptions happen. But, like, I mean, this this should be a pretty easy dub. Tristan, what do you think about this one? Yeah, it's the Broncos. Like, come on. One of the worst teams in the league last year. If we lose this, I it's, it, over. it's over. The season's done. If we lose this, like, Vikings give up now. I don't know. It'll be... It'll be sad if we lose this, but moving on, Vikings Bears. This one, I honestly think, honestly think we're gonna take an L on. I thought that about the last Bears game too. All the anytime we play the Bears, I think we're gonna lose this season. But I know Luke has different thoughts, so I'm gonna let him talk about why. Okay, I mean, Bears games are always interesting. I will say that. Bears games, they never disappoint. Even though they have been, like, very bad in the last five years, and we've taken all of them since that one at home in 2020 where Kirk was just absolutely horrible, and JJ, like, cussed him out and yelled at him for not just throwing him the ball. So, but, I mean, Vikings home game here at 7:15 should be a good one. I do see, a, but I do see us taking this. I mean, uh, I don't. I'm not really intimidated by Justin Fields. Like, yeah, he can run, but Kirk also ran for a touchdown. Like, surprise, once. surprise. Once, yeah, the one time he ran for a touchdown against a actual horrible team. But I mean, like the Bears, they just they managed to have the number one pick and then get. Not the best offensive tackle out of the deal, which is kind of lame. They could have gone a whole lot of other directions, but they just got, they didn't get Peter Skronsky, which is kind of an L for them. They even traded even farther back. But like, I mean, Justin Fields, is he's okay. He's not the best passer in the world. I think, I mean, this is pretty late in the season. He could literally be injured by then and not even playing just because his running, just because his play style. But, I mean, I'm not saying it won't be an entertaining game. It will it will actually, like, entertain people. But, I mean, besides the fact that it's a Bears-Vikings rival game, there's not much at stake at this game. I can see us playing our backups by the second half of the fourth. So... I mean, we'll see, really. Our defense could actually be horrible again, and then we just have to, like, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know if our defense is bad again. But should be a pretty easy dub. Next game, however, is not going to be so easy. 
We play the Raiders at their stadium, and it's not at noon, which is a massive red flag right then and there. <laughs> I mean, the Raiders shouldn't be this that bad this year. They got a new head coach, I think. Yep, yep they did. And Devontae Adams is still him. And they got Jimmy Garoppolo, who's not that bad of a quarterback. So, I mean, besides their very lackluster defense, this I can see us dropping this one. I can I really I really do. I think we agree on that. I mean, like we could just be playing bad and Las Vegas's pretty great defensive line could just keep getting sacks and then a couple turnovers in there with I don't even know who their corners are, but like it doesn't Oh, Tyree Wilson yeah. exists on that team. Somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so this game could go either way. I do see us dropping this, but a very, very interesting game after that. We play the Bengals, not at home in the middle of December. So this could be very interesting. I'm pretty, I don't, I don't even think Tristan needs to give us a, give his opinion on this one. We both know this is going to be an L. It's Joe Burrow. It's Jamar Chase. It's a great defense. I mean, there's not even much discussion with this one. We got absolutely embarrassed week one last year when we, like, lost, which I did not see coming. I thought that was going to be an easy win. But, I mean, Dalvin Cook fumbled, which kind of started his I'm going to get released drama. So, not much else to talk about there. Next up. Vikings Lions at home at 12 on Christmas Eve. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, at that point, both teams will be fighting for a playoff spot because if, I mean, if we're dropping L's left and right <laughs> with all these really, really good teams, I mean, this, it'll be, it'll be interesting. Uh, the Vikings should take this one unless Amon Ross St. Brown like plays good and Jared Goff plays good and they don't get absolutely blown out. I mean, I think, I think this could go either way. I don't even, I can't even like think of a winner. I'm just, what do you think? (laughs) Tristan. Um, yeah, I definitely see the Lions taking this one just because, you know, at the end of the season, it just feels like Kirk Cousins gives up. Like, basically, that's Kinda. that's what it feels like. And so when your quarterback feels like he's giving up, that means your team feels like they're giving up. And so the Lions, with the amazing head coach that they have and all the umph he gives them, I just see them, yeah, totally taking us out. And the Packers versus Vikings the week after, we obviously win that because it's the Packers, like, I think it's just very basic no matter what. And then the last game, that's going to be an interesting game. Vikings-Lions. Again, I think we lose this one. But, Luke, what do you think for the last game? Well, on the subject of the Vikings-Packers, that's probably going to be the greatest game we play all year. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. 720 game. At the bank. That... 
I saw that on our schedule, and I'm like, oh my gosh, if I can go any to any game this year, it's going to be that one. That that atmosphere is going to be absolutely electric. I mean, the Packers might have a winning record by that time. They might have five wins. Who knows? They, I mean, they might just go rebuild mode and like just end Jordan Love's career or trade him. But I can see this game being really electric. The Vikings are going to they're going to they're going to play really hard. I mean, we might be out of the playoffs by then. We might have like the one seed if we're winning all of these big games. So, I mean, I think the Vikings are going to take this really easily. We can both agree on that. And then moving into the last game of the year, this one will not matter for either of us. I mean, uh um I really think the Vikings if if the Vikings are not in the playoffs, they'll get this dub. But I mean again, Tristan thinks Tristan thinks they're gonna lose it. Uh like it's just gonna come down to who's who cares more. And if we're not really caring, if we're just playing backup so no one gets hurt. I mean, who knows? So thank you for listening to this episode of the Skull Football Talk Show. We're your hosts, Luke and Tristan. Uh, make sure to listen to our to an upcoming episode. Should be out in the next week. A very special guest is coming back on the show for his second episode. Should be a very good time. Make sure you stay tuned for that. That should be out in the next couple days or in the next week. So... We're your hosts again, Luke Schwant and Tristan Wiskowski. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Skull Football Talk Show.